Hey, welcome in IoT Decoded Podcast, the podcast on the OLP1 technologies. This month, we have a specific podcast and we are talking a lot of Sigfox Connect at the yearly event of Sigfox. Uh, it was uh, a few days ago in Singapore and uh, we had a lot of announcements that are really, 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 really interesting for the LP1. So today is going to be a, a special uh, podcast, a, a bit longer than usual, uh, because I have a long discussion with really interesting guys. They are uh, some of the Sigfox ambassadors coming from uh, uh, different countries and, and different business. Uh, you may know that Sigfox ambassador, we are all independent guys okay we really like uh, uh, Sigfox technologies but we also work on uh, on Loa one and so on so we are independent and uh, and so we have a, a round table together to share our opinion on uh, on what has been announced uh, by Sigfox this year so uh, it, it will be a bit uh, later in the podcast right now we're gonna start with uh, talking a bit about uh, Sigfox news about current growth as uh, the announcement that has been made on private uh, network and uh, a quick uh, a quick uh, details on ultra low power and ultra low cost stuff and, and some update about uh, bubble and uh, and satellite hello So let's start by quick news. Uh, what has been announced uh, during uh, during Connect uh, was an interesting growth for the network uh, communication. Um, you you know this this year Sigfox that's the first time they are talking about connected devices. Okay, usually they were talking about signed contract, but now they are talking about connecting devices, which is really really concrete stuff. So uh, the number of connected devices uh, this year is 16 million. Wow, it was something like three and some million years ago. It means a growth by 457%. Woo, that's really big and it's really a good in things for LP1. I'm really um, happy. Uh, because, you know, in my first podcast, I, I was complaining a bit with the EHS study uh, where the uh, five months ago and then seeing a growth for network by two. Okay, guys, in five months, you made a big mistake. It's 5.6. Woo! <laughs> oh, sorry, 4.6, 4.6. So, uh, you know, I'm really happy for Sigfox to see that growth, and I'm really happy because, in my point of view, it means IoT is booming this year. So, that's great. And, and, and more than the 16 million uh, devices, it's, it's 24 million messages proceed per day. Uh, by Sigfox. So that's really booming. That's really interesting. Oh, in the other news that has been made, uh, we had private network. Okay, that's a big surprise for me and I push you to see my, my details on my on my post uh, on www.dsk91.com. Um, but I think that's an interesting marketing response to uh, to Laura One, uh, and it's a it's a good way to uh, to continue to work with companies who are, are looking for private network, and maybe um, push them at the end to go to public network. What, what I don't like in private network is, is basically you're gonna have some interesting antenna in non-covered zone. Uh, anyone could benefit of the presence of this antenna, but someone tells, mm, no, that's mine. Even if the antenna is receiving the messages, yeah, I don't want uh, them to be used by us. We're gonna trash it. Okay, so basically that's private network. Oh, you know, I, I'm more open source guy, so 
I, and I love TTN. <laughs> its concept is a bit afraid in me. Uh, so I just hope that uh, it's going to be just a marketing stuff, and, and at the end, uh, most of the new antenna will be will be public. And by the way, I mean, if company want to pay upfront to have a, a capex instead of opex, and they want to be the bank of sick folks by paying tenure of communication and one shot with based on a on a base station. Uh, um, business well why not at the end I mean that's a, that can be good for, for sick folks and good for the market okay so my opinion on private networks that was a big surprise to me uh, but it's a it's a shift let's see what it, it's going to be other things were on ultra low power and ultra low cost devices so uh, ultra low cost devices I, I, I'll give you a lot in in the last uh, podcast uh, what's new it has been uh, announced by sigfox it's officially supported and uh, and you have a rev design that has been published and now available so it means that you can easily make your own uh, ultra low cost uh, device if you want and to uh, show us that they have distributed uh, a button a button which is basically the result of the reference design uh, and, and this button you can check on my website dsk91.com and you will find uh, all, all the cost estimates I've been able to make uh, to, for, for, for this button. You will see that uh, the BOM is about uh, 1.5 euro for 10k pieces and if you add all the tooling, certification, and so on to, to finish, uh, to make it a, an industrial uh, device, uh, you are around so 3 euro uh, for, for 10k pieces. That's really based on public price, so something you can optimize. And, and for sure, uh, if you go to um, 100,000 uh, devices, you will really tend to uh, one, 1 euro per, per device. So that's basically uh, basically the, the promise for, for this kind of ultra-low-cost uh, devices. Um, ultra-low power, what's really interesting to see is that we can uh, power um, a Sigfox device uh, through potatoes. <laughs> but uh, more interesting, uh, you can do that uh, through uh, electromagnetic field around, like a Wi-Fi, for example. It, it can be a bit long to charge your uh, capacitor, maybe half a day or maybe a day. But if you can send a message per day with no battery, just getting uh, energy around, I think that's really interesting. Uh, it may, you have many, many industrial uh, applications. Uh, as the coverage is a, a couple of uh, hundreds of meters, so it means that it, it's good for uh, a building or, or industrial warehouse or, or things like this. Uh, so that's really interesting. That's a micro-watt communication around minus 20 dBs uh, and can go to 100 of meters up to some kilometers uh, in open field. So that could be interesting. So let's see that because currently um, it, it's a proof of concept uh, that has been made by Sigfox. Basically they say uh, it's possible to make a device for this. This device costs a couple of cents and uh, our network is able to support such device just by software upgrade okay so th this is what they say and say now 
you are uh, an industrial company, you want to benefit it. Yeah, let's work together to industrialize this solution and, and make it uh, a reality. So stay tuned. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna see uh, how this evolve in the in the coming year. So last point on uh, what uh, has been uh, um, not announced but uh, the update from uh, last uh, last connect. What I can say is what is interesting is a. Uh, um, this year, the Sigfox shows that uh, the promise that has been made during the previous uh, Connect event are becoming a reality and Sigfox uh, is uh, getting on the promise they have done. Well, that's interesting because, you know, ultra low cost, it's finally what uh, what Christophe has shown on uh, on, uh, on the first connect in Prague with a letter which is communicating when you open it. And now it's a reality with uh, this design. So that's interesting. A bubble was announced uh, on a previous uh, connect in Berlin. And uh, now bubble is a reality with an industrial uh, product. Uh, it has been uh, demoed for all the, the visitors of Connect in Singapore uh, with connected badge. We were able to locate uh, inside the uh, the, uh, the event, so it was easy to find someone uh, in, uh, in in the event just searching him and getting its uh, last position. So bubble is there. It works. It's really interesting. And uh, and also Elo satellite. Uh, so we get an update. Uh, it was planned to be launched in December this year, and it's postponed to uh, first semester next year. Uh, but it's it's also something which it, which is really tangible. Even if uh, we need to have this first satellite to have the proof uh, of uh, of concept, uh, but uh, we all already know that the device should be a standard device with a, a specific uh, reception capability for listening a satellite device the beacon and be able to transmit at the right time to uh, uh, have a, a large chance to be uh, get by by the satellite. So. Uh, Lots of updates, uh, and, and, uh, and that was really interesting. So, uh, no, I, I'm letting the floor to all the ambassadors. Uh, sorry for the sound, it's not perfect. We, we made it uh, on a rooftop of uh, our hotel uh, outside, uh, and there is uh, some noise around, uh, but I hope that uh, you're going to be able to follow this, as uh, even if the sound quality is not perfect, uh, the quality of uh, the member on the room table is really, really great. So, Floor is your guy ambassador. Hey, so I'm with uh, the different uh, Sigfox ambassador today. Uh, maybe uh, you can introduce a bit uh, yourself, Mark, if you want to start. Hey, I'm Mark Pouls. I'm based in Barcelona. I'm the founder of The Things.io. It's an IoT platform. We help companies to collect data, analyze it, and visualize it. I'm also the founder of the IoT Meetup in Barcelona and Munich and uh, founder of a party that we do uh, about IoT during the Mobile Congress, IoT Stars. I am Jose, I'm in the UK, Newcastle upon Tyne. Um, I uh, work at RIS Innovation, we do uh, IoT devices and uh, I'm always looking for the next thing. <laughs> and Claudio Pino, I'm Italian but based in Switzerland now. I'm the ambassador for Italy and Switzerland. I'm um, mainly an hardware designer. I design the soundboard like uh, Smart Everything and uh, maker 1200 for Arduino. So we are today uh, in Singapore. Uh, we are here for Sigfox Connect uh, 2019. And, and yesterday we had some uh, interesting announcements uh, from Sigfox for the future. 
I think one of uh, the main investment uh, is more uh, a research uh, on ultra low power, so uh, like uh, transmitting information for some uh, microwatts and eventually power stick uh, uh, fox transmission uh, through a, a potato. So, <laughs> what do you think of this? Is that something really a breaking change or <laughs> just? Uh, um, yeah, what do you think? Of this? I think that uh, this low power is something that uh, Sigfox has been trying to pushing since the beginning, no? Uh, yeah. the, to have a very low power technology that transmits information. No, we saw like lo long time ago. Yeah, we six were, years ago, we, we saw that in Lavage to all together. Exactly. Yeah, but actually, the year before, we helped with we worked with Sigfox to visualize like a expedition in the Arctic, um, Finland or Norway. I don't remember. Uh, with some dock sledge uh, to be, to position the docks in the in the middle of the Arctic expedition, and and they were using this energy harvesting uh, dock collars, for example. Oh, yeah, yeah. So so th this is something that they are uh, working on since long time ago, and it's it's really cool because you think on technology, you think that yeah, the energy that the data centers at blockchain and Bitcoin needs not to do uh, not to create these technologies. But on the other hand, no, you also, or, or even no, the families that don't have enough money to pay the energy bills at home, and then you you see that other features are possible now with really low power consumptions to to reach yeah. this information. Yeah, and Sigfox is like uniquely positioned for this because it's so simple protocol. It doesn't need to attach to a network or uh, you, the device just needs to send really, so it can go into sleep almost immediately. It's a pretty good protocol for uh, low power. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, one interesting thing is that you have a network that is global. So it's a unique case of a telecom, if you want to go this way, where you have a global network. This means that you can do tracking, real tracking. It's the only technology that permits this. Because with other technologies, you have a problem like roaming that is not existing, yeah. almost not existing in, with Safefox. Well, I was also interested uh, in this technology that, uh, I mean, it's not really a Sigfox that is transmitted. The protocol is the same, but the radio layer is, uh, is different to be really low power. And um, thanks to the, uh, the, the base stations that are really SDR base stations, uh, they can add some different radio protocol on the stack. And, and uh, so with the existing network, they can uh, have a firmware upgrade to deploy this new uh, ultra low power technology. And that's, that's pretty cool, I, I think, as a, I mean, uh, they can innovate thanks to that. That's, uh, that's yeah, like with LoRa, you see the, the chip, the protocol is fixed by the chipset, so you can't really change it. So in Sigfox, it's very flexible. You can add new protocols. It's pretty good, um, good place to be in, I think, for Sigfox. Uh, being SDR based, this is really the way forward, and uh, you also see this in LTE. So even base stations nowadays are SDRs. Uh, of course, it has a bit more cost to it, more energy maybe, but uh, I think it's worth it. Another key point is the distance that the device can reach with yeah. this technology, because it's um, re really. Um, um, more important than other technology. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a hundred of meter if I understand well indoor, so it's really yeah. good to have a, a factory coverage or, or, or depot deposit coverage. So that's. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's there was cool. a question about the interference, and I think that's also been addressed in the new protocol. So uh, while it, previously you might have some interference, I think that's been looked at and fixed. So 
it should be working well in the factory. Actually, I'm keen to try it and see how it uh, in uh, in our factory see how it pairs out. Um, that's cool, and the technology is really simple. It's only, only uh, I mean, there is a yeah. small microcontroller and uh, and passive uh, passive component room, so it's really cheap. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. But yeah, seems seems they have some work to uh, make it uh, an industrial product, but. Uh, but it's we'll see, we'll see, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw the, the informators that are booming in the media. Uh, in my point of view, what's the less interesting yesterday? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 booming on the media. Hey, Sigfox uh, has a, a private uh, a private network capability. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, will you, will you create your own uh, private Sigfox network in the coming days? It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. Uh, it was everywhere, right? Why, why was that? I don't Get it. Well, like, I think they are competing you know, automatically with LoRa. They are getting into a market where they were not accepted because they were not uh, the, the companies couldn't control the data. Mm -hmm. But it's what we talked yesterday, you know. So our emails are being controlled by Microsoft or Google, no. Mm -hmm. Sometimes uh, having the this data go through, so even encrypted data, no, go through a, a third-party network. Uh, sometimes should be okay. I don't know. It's uh, it depends. Every company has its own uh, tech uh, yeah, tech yeah. strategy. So. For me, it looks like a, a kind of uh, just a marketing point of view, as yeah, because totally. it, it's it's instead of of paying a fee per uh, devices per year, you are going to pay a fee per getaway per year. But that's not a big difference in my point of view. Um, well, probably it's a, it's a big change on CapEx and OpEx cost. Yeah. Yes. So they will uh, stop paying a lot of recurrent revenue, well, uh, recurrent cost. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. In I Germany, see. maybe some companies, uh, no, uh, they are pushing to go towards that model. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite sure probably. that. Uh, yeah, I'm quite sure that some companies are pushing that model. But I, I mean, by the past, uh, you were a company looking for a Sigfox project, and uh, you had a question about coverage. So uh, you are paying a, a fee per device, and Sigfox were providing for free the antenna to cover your use case. So now you say, okay, I want to deploy the network uh, for my company or my city. So you pay Sigfox for deploying the antenna, and so you say, okay, so I won't pay a fee for the device in, in that area. So you, you pay more upfront, maybe, and less, uh, less OPEX. Yeah. But I mean, at the end, I, I mean, what I mean is, I'm not sure it's really a private network. I mean, I'm not sure you are going to buy your uh, your base station uh, on the on AliEx uh, on, uh, on AliExpress or Amazon and install your network and, and make a, a clone of uh, the Sigfox backend on your uh, cloud environment. And even, in, in, even hybrid models, you know, uh, like, okay, when it gets into my warehouse, it goes into the private ne network, but when it, the asset leaves my warehouse, it gets connected to the public network. I don't know even if these hybrid models will be possible or not, because yeah. that's pretty complex to manage because of the, you know, the, 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 the way that the Sigfox signal works, no? It's complicated to say, no, this signal shouldn't be accepted by the public base stations. And must be accepted only by the this private. I don't know if that's possible. I don't think so that uh, you can ban a signal to get accepted into a specific basis. Uh, in my point of view, the signal will go to the public backend uh, every time, and eventually the public backend will uh, not receiving as, as if you did not uh, subscribe uh, for a device. Okay. It will be trash, but uh, yeah, it's a question of routing. The, the, the information yeah. is in the air, so yeah, <laughs> even yeah, until yeah. I get it. Exactly.
Yeah, yeah. Do you think this makes sense? Like we saw some big players like DHL uh, showing some new products, uh, Michelin as well. What who will buy such a private network? I, I don't maybe see what kind of Siemens type companies. What I'm not sure. Probably I can see industri industrial industrial uh, yeah. uh, companies that say my, my data keeps in my yes. factory. I can see a lot of. Uh, we have experience with a lot of automotive companies mm -hmm. that they say we we have to keep all of our data inside, etc. Yeah. So maybe it makes sense makes for sense. Yeah, for this type of industries where yeah. I don't know. Which make a, a bit complex for me is I mean in the ecosystem you have two kind of um, of filament provider. You have a hardware provider. So basically, I have a temperature sensor, and you can buy it. So you can put it on the private network. That's no big deal with that. But uh, we also have service provider, and service provider they have a, a device, but they use a network, and at the end they deliver a service. So this is passing through the public network, and in my point of view, it's just making a more complicated if you want to connect uh, your service to a mix of different uh, private uh, backend and. Uh, um, it's well. I mean, you're, you're a bit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Concerned. We do this. No, but this point, uh, I imagine that technically will be the same. So we have this experience with private LoRa networks, for example. No, where at the end the gateway send the data to a local endpoint mm -hmm. uh, on a on a server that has an IP in the local network. So it shouldn't be any different. So you you will have, well, probably the the base station or the backend. Uh, uh, will have or internet connectivity or will have connection by DNS or by uh, local IP with a, with a system internal or, or even in the cloud where it can send the data. So I, I think this is uh, pretty simple. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be a problem to, because it's what they, uh, so if you go to an automotive company, this is what they are doing today. So they have like the VI tool, whatever, or the SAP that runs locally. So the only thing that they need to do is to create another workflow where from a backend.sigfox.local sends data to a local IP. So shouldn't be shouldn't yeah. be a problem, I think. Yeah, it means that you need to uh, to manage your callback from different uh, I think it backends. Will be this way, so that's yeah. one thing. I think the other thing is a question of uh, uh, business. It's a, I mean, today, when you're selling a service, you also say, okay, but I'm dealing with the telecom side, and that's why you are paying a, a regular yeah. fee. And if the guy says, yeah, but I already pay for the telecom because I'm a private network and so on, you will have to justify the value of your service more. It's always a complex Yeah, then, you, you, then the business model change, and then it's more based on setup fees and development time and, and just a li license fee, probably. Yeah, more than uh, yeah, more than space. something flexible and open. So it's more going to capex totally. Like okay, this cost that amount of money yearly based maybe or not. And then, it, for example, no, we charge maintenance fee. So this is like the recurrent revenue, no. But uh, and then you you charge everything at the beginning, like a license fee or setup fee. And then you get this uh, more or less. Uh, same money or even more money probably because of the complexity uh, and the thing that i owe, i mean you also are looking to uh, have a private uh, version of uh, of your platform uh, for this kind of usage or you still have one we have an on-premise uh, version of the things i owe. so so we are working with clients uh, with their own so with the things i owe privately stored 
usually we work uh, on these solutions. We install it on Amazon or Azure or, or cloud uh, so platforms as a service. We actually we don't have any client running the, the things I locally on a okay. on a server. We didn't. Probably this is not our niche market, but we could be. We could yeah, be, so it's, already, it's already a demand you had uh, exactly. and over the. Then we changed the business model to a license fee, yeah. a yearly license fee, and not like a rec like monthly fee depending on your amount of devices. Okay, so it makes sense for you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, uh, now the uh, Wonder design, I mean low cost, uh, Sig Fox don't say Wonder, I say ultra low cost uh, uh, <laughs> devices. That's the biggest uh, news, isn't it, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't talk about this, I already have a podcast on it, but what you're feeling on, uh, on this uh, on this announcement, the rev design has been uh, published, so anyone now can uh, can design such, uh, such object uh, really quickly. Uh, you have project, uh, all of you, uh, on this uh, this kind of technology. Yeah, I would like to, to know more I mean, deeply. It's, it's new to me because yeah. I discovered now so in this uh, uh, in this event. So it's very interesting for an application where you can uh, lose your device. <laughs> okay, so one way, uh, one usage, yeah. it's very important. Yeah, it's the next step for like almost disposable. You don't want yeah. to dispose of them. Really, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's the next step for that. So you can yeah. track. You can imagine tracking almost anything. Uh, it's it's a new business model. Exactly. Yeah. So many ideas now. You can oh, I can track that, or I can. It's like exactly. there's no limit now. Exactly. <laughs> you can just uh, and maybe you get it in a sticker format, or it's something yeah. that is uh, really yeah. cool to it's use. Sort of like uh, that. That'll be a really uh, interesting. You can track the soap that you sell. <laughs> Yeah, you could try. <laughs> so and you maybe can, if you had a little bit of data, I mean, you, you know, I know you have a bit of data now, yeah. one, one bit. One bit, yeah. <laughs> I've done 12 bytes now, we reach the one bit. <laughs> and that's already useful, like for a button or something. But uh, we can, uh, if you can add a bit more, maybe, yeah, it'd be really interesting. To see you can track the product, for example. You sell products, so you can have an idea what happened. Yeah, uh, if you can monitor yeah. temperature, for example, you can. Uh, it's yes. it's open such a huge market, like uh, so many things that you can track now. Yeah. No, totally. We we see a lot of this disposable uh, mm -hmm. hardware. We see a lot of use cases now in logistics and supply chain. It's uh, so so you can reach uh, a market that today was not uh, open because uh, they, they use disposable uh, materials as well. So. The, so you cannot go into a, a wooden pallet because it costs 20 euros. So you cannot go with a 100 uh, tracker, no, with 100 euro tracker. Yeah. The other side, it's yeah, how what's the what's the value, no, of connecting that wooden pallet or and and even the the opex cost, no, yeah. what we were discussing before, no, how. So it's one dollar device, but how much will be all the service on the top of yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at first, uh, the network cost for for communicating. Yeah, that's uh, an important. Point. So on technology, everything is possible. Now on business, yeah, we have to see yeah. what's uh, what's possible. Maybe you can now start thinking. Uh, maybe I should add this hardware to my device and then enable it later. Uh, something like that yeah. during manufacturing. So exactly. a lot of companies do that. They just put the, like the chips in, but they don't enable it. But how do you enable this tracker? So once it's installed, how do you enable it? How do you say start working now? No. Some event related to the to the to the design to the product. But the, what this this technology actually? How do you enable this? How do you say start working now? 
just over it? <laughs> yeah, of course. No, yeah, that, that's an easy answer. But but if it's inside like a boot uh, system uh, and it's not uh, easily reachable, so you you cannot you cannot install it and say start can, working you when can, you move. Be, you can be sending always and then only have the actual token subscription when you need it. So yeah, but the battery, the problem is probably the battery lifetime. Eh? Yeah, but you can imagine devices will mains powered things like that so you can already add that in or but basically you can make a, a simple firmware on it just to have uh, some GPIO and uh, if you trigger yeah. uh, a level one on a GPIO uh, you fire a message I like your okay. message is I mean only one bit or, or just a message itself mm -hmm. with okay. no no information no payload basically you can make something like uh, like the buttons they are, they are okay. uh, showing you just a uh, one bit and it fire messages so okay it's actually very low power as well, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. It's when so it's deep sleep, it's a uh, 300 nanoampere. Okay. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. yeah, you can uh, you. So you, you can, can you can just have it there. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. <laughs> so, guys, last uh, last last question on, on all the booths you've seen or the startups that pitch uh, yesterday. Is there one booth or one startup uh, you you think that's really interesting and uh, you want to to share your your experience with it? Uh, Today, uh, well, I saw, I saw the uh, I like the HT Micro uh, booth because I just like new chips and stuff like that. So it's a new module from Brazil, actually. So it's quite different from the usual stuff I see. What, uh, what's the what is the difference compared to uh, to what you've seen usually? Uh, so they I think they are the first uh, system package with Monarch oh, certification. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Uh, and but it's just being made in Brazil. It's like kind of different. It's, <laughs> it's not the same made in Taiwan or made in China. So it's just so nice to see some other countries doing it. Uh, they have an interesting team as well. So it was, it was good to meet them. And the Unibis, of course, it's always doing like yeah, lots yeah. of stuff. And they, oh, so the deals I've announced yesterday. Yeah, that was really great. Uh, it's uh, eight hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. Gas counter connected in Japan. So that's, yeah, in gates. Huh? In 16 months. They yeah, in 16 months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine just installing that. It's like, wow, just blows yeah. your mind, really. I'll, I'll you have to go home my home. You need a big team for that. Yeah. Well, they already have, no? They go to check all the counters. So probably the person who wants to check the counter will connect this the yeah. next time. Yeah, but it's a new device as well. They've created a, a new device. So yeah, they still need to go through certifications, etc. So it will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, with gas, isn't it? It's like difficult. You need ATEX and all sorts of. Uh... Yeah, yesterday I've seen on LinkedIn uh, another company who work on a, on a different network and they are, I mean, they are the, a private network they are deploying and uh, they were really happy because they have signed a new contract and now they reach uh, uh, 250,000 network of uh, metering uh, stuff yeah, and say okay wow they are working since uh, more than a year or so something like uh, 18 months they are reaching uh, 250 and now we have this announcement of uh, 850,000 it's uh, I mean that's the advantage of public network you don't uh, spend time to deploy the network you, you just yeah. uh, plug it that's uh, amazing well, they had to deploy the network first, so they, but not in Japan, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's interesting how this, uh, yeah, how they move. So I, so my, my five cents on the, on the conference, you start to see companies taking growth, no? Yeah, on the, yeah. You see that uh, first companies start growing, 
uh, others still uh, keeping in the mid market, um, no small medium market, but some of them are starting. Yeah, we also to, uh, see that with the numbers that have been shared yesterday by Sigfox, uh, the growing number of message per day. Last year it was uh, 3.5 million, if I remember when. La the year before it was 2.2 million, so the growth was uh, not. It was the connected devices, and, huh? yeah, yeah, and per day messages per day uh, related to the uh, the number of connected devices. Okay. And this year it's uh, 22 million, so we are booming from 3.5 to 22 million yeah. in, uh, in a year, which is uh, yeah. yeah really impressive yeah. growth. Yes. So That's think right. We'll, we'll uh, reach 1 billion devices anytime soon, maybe. <laughs> 2020, no? <laughs> that, that's, that's messages per day, so. How is it? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll probably see 1 billion devices, I'm sure, in uh, 5 years, let's say. 10 5 years, years you think yeah. so? Yeah, possibly. Maybe uh, 5, What's 10 years. With 1 dollar devices, you can just yeah. put it anywhere, oh, yes, and, like every tile on the yeah. floor. So that's why active <laughs> devices is a more yeah, interesting concern. Yeah, then yeah. deliver the ideas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that is as well relevant the satellite thing. You know that at the end of 2020, yeah, there will be this uh, possibility, you know, to send data through satellite connectivity with the yeah. sat. Um, I think there are like a lot of regions in the world that uh, with uh, no cap, so it's very hard to cover the US, yeah. Mexico, like Brazil, like ocean, basically, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or even the ocean or Australia, etc. So it's I think it's a. It's an interesting technology. Yeah, and what I heard is a is a kind of classical devices. With a one difference is you have to uh, listen for satellite beacon to really be in sync when you are going to transmit. But the um, device design in terms of modulation, power, antenna uh, can be uh, the same as a as a usual device. That's also interesting. Yeah, you see lots of players doing different things. So I think Seafox is the only one doing the beacon stuff. So that's yeah. one approach. I think others are using time-based, or you have to download the, like a chart of satellites from frequently. But uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to see what Seafox is doing. It's a bit different. So we'll see. Uh, hopefully, they will uh, nail it and uh, get it working uh, in so, next so year. Ma <laughs> so Mark, your your focus point was satellite. Well, no, 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 no. I think it was interesting no, for uh, some project we were involved. Yeah, I think it, it's really good to to uh, be in parts where there is no connectivity and there will not be connectivity. Yeah. And, and so your preferred booth or preferred startup uh, you've seen yesterday, what's your choice? Uh, well, it's a mix. So it's, it's good to see startups ramping up as well. But uh, no, I, I think uh, for me, my, I'm a little bit business oriented sometimes. And, uh, it was good to see companies starting to know. We saw Sensolus as well partnering with Alps, yeah. for example, not to competitors, but reaching different markets. Know how they partner up to to reach a bigger market uh, with really good technology. Uh, we saw, yeah, things like that that see the that shows that the IoT market it's it's evolving and it's getting into something real. I think we are avoiding the you know leaving these. Uh, Diesel is in a man plateau, no, and getting into something more real. Yeah, it's good. And Claudio, what was your uh, preferred uh, booth? On a... Um, a mix also for me, but it's interesting how you can solve the same problem uh, spending a lot of money less. For example, the water metering yeah. system. So you are moving from something that costs uh, a lot to a lot of sensor, uh, so you can have information um, more distributed. 
a, a better idea with a, a lower price. Yeah, right. So you can solve the same problems already solved in yeah. a way that you are more precise, more yeah. detailed with the price that is 100, 1,000 uh -huh. less, less. So cool. Okay. Cool. So guys, now it's time to reach the second day. <laughs> Thank you uh, all to join this podcast. And, uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, we have some other ideas. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening IoT Decoded podcast. Uh, I uh, give you a rendezvous for next month. I don't know if it's going to be just before Christmas or just after Christmas, uh, depending on uh, news and also my uh, my planning. Uh, I wish you a really great end of November, beginning of December. And uh, I recommend you to uh, continue to take a look to my post on www.daask91.com.